Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, the great city, and call out against it, for their evil has come up before me. I want to stop here because you're reading the English Standard Version, which is like the cool non-denom version. Yeah. I have the Holman Christian Standard Bible, which is the good old Southern Baptist Bible. <laughs> and mine says, instead of arise, it says, get up. <laughs> Come on. It's time for school. Quit laying around. <laughs> Brush your teeth. Get up. Uh, get oh, off your couch. <laughs> <laughs> Dearly beloved, welcome to the Unblessed Podcast, where we inquire and exposit the mysteries of that ancient text, that good book itself, the Holy Bible. We are not theologians nor historians, we are but armchair philosophers who spent years in seminary or on a church staff and have since departed to make our own way. We invite you now to read, think, and laugh with us as we dive deep into the denominational doctrines of the divine in the Unblessed Podcast. everyone welcome to the unblessed podcast my name is evan and i'm scott and we are two formerly forever de designated thanksgiving and christmas prayer warriors absolutely yeah yes. did you as a pastor did you were you the person that prayed over every single family meal um if it was an important occasion people would look to me and then you get it from time to time at other places too. Scott's like, got prayer juice. We need to, he's yeah. the one that needs to pray. Yeah. He, he has the direct high speed connection to God. Like all of us are still on dial up. He's got that broadband. He's got that. He has got on, <laughs> he's got on God on speed dial. My family prays before every meal. So it's not unusual to have a prayer at almost any meal time, but there were times where they would just catch me off guard. Like, or if we had other family members' houses, like if I was at my aunt or uncle's where they don't pray a lot, they'd go, well, Scott will just lead us in prayer because he's the, he's the pastor. He's the pastor. So, he's, he's, he knows what he's doing. He has yeah. the words. We did not do that. We did not have a regimented prayer over now for like Thanksgiving and Christmas and stuff like that. And maybe every now and then Easter, we for sure did have a lot of, like, we would pray. Um, yeah. And that was where Evan got called onto the field. Um, <laughs> but, um, Off the bench, here he comes. Here he comes. Oh, <laughs> fuck you, coach. Um, I remember one Christmas, um, I was leading our whole family in prayer. Wow. And I was just like, thank you for this day. Thank you for the food. Thank you. And hey, man, and my grandmother goes, now, hold up. I want to say something, too. Don't hang up. <laughs> <laughs> Completely hijacked my prayer. Completely. They were just like, and they made a big deal. But they were like, Evan's in seminary, so he knows how to pray. Let's get him. I love that. That's such and a so thing of like giving you this, this softball. Like he's in seminary. You let him pray. Yeah. And oh. then all of a sudden, my grandmother is just like, now, hold on. 
Don't hang that up. Don't change the dial. Don't, don't change the <laughs> dial. I got I to gotta talk to God, too. I love that. I got to talk to God, too, in front of these people. Yeah. Were they long prayers? Would you really let it go and talk about I, everything? I think it would be like long enough to seem impressive, but short enough to where we could get to the mac and cheese. Nice. See, I, yeah. I have both sides where my dad's side's very Catholic, so we do the, you know, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen thing before every meal and it's just quick you get there's everyone has just a dead stare they're looking at the food while they're doing it no one's really you know yearning for connection to god in that moment they're just kind of let's hurry this up and get all you know get over with uh but the southern baptist side of my family yeah they are they will talk like my if my mom starts one she goes like i hate it she will just go like it's more like especially if it's a big holiday like Christmas or Easter, it's like a full on speech. She'll be, it, you know, we'll bow our heads and it'll be like, you know, you formed my husband in the womb, and Lord, I thank you for the years we had in college, and Lord, mm. I mean, it'll just it, we get a whole mm. narrative of the blessings, mm. <laughs> a lot mm, of yes, Lord. absolutely. Mm. Yes, and, and yes. Almost every year someone tries almost cries. So um yeah, we pray everywhere though. Like do you, would you ever pray did you ever pray out in public with your family? Ever? Uh no. Never? Not, not once. once. Not even once. Never Just had a like Joe's Matt. Crab Shack? No. I think maybe I tried it once with my family and I felt weird doing it. Dang. I was like, I don't We live different lives, Evan. I was one of those kids that, like, for a little bit there, I would, like, pray before lunch. I would be like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd do it. But then I kind of decided that I didn't have to, like, bow my head. I could just, like, as I was walking back to my lunch table, I could just kind of be like, <laughs> yeah. hey, God, it's me. Just kind of throwing up a quick prayer before I eat this. Okay, that was me in high school. I felt like I had superpowers. Like, I was a little weird with Christianity. I thought, like... We've okay. already talked about how much of a weirdo you were. I was weird, dude. I yeah. I thought I was weird. I thought I was weird oh, as a Christian college. And honey. I feel so much... Everybody who was, like... who Anybody who was uh, isolated by me and my Christian weirdness or, like, thought I was odd, just thank God you weren't friends with Scott. Like, <laughs> I thought it was too showy if I bowed my head at the lunch table when I was in high school. I thought like, well, that's the Bible says you should you should pray like in your closet and you know you should be hidden. So uh, I would go into the janitor's closet. <laughs> well, <laughs> I used to pray in my actual closet in my room, Evan. Oh my at home. god! Yeah, at night I would before bed, not every night, but just sometimes when I was really feeling the spirit. I would like go in my closet and pray. Uh, my life was just a God's Not Dead movie for like seven years. I, I like I told you, I was surprisingly treated well through high school. Like I did not have any enemies. I somehow survived. All the bullies were just like, Man, this kid's been through enough. They're like, that's punching <laughs> down. <laughs> that's that's punching down. <laughs> Let's let the kid uh, talk to himself while he's getting his pork tenderloin. Like it's fine. There was oh, like a Simpsons episode that I watched recently where Millhouse's parents are lost at sea. And first off, like he's staying with uh, Homer and all them. And um, Homer's like, oh, cheer it because Millhouse is real sad. And he's like, cheer, mm-hmm. why don't you uh, 
wash all that sadness down with a, a bottle of ocean spray. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. And he just keeps pulling out things that are like all sea themed. Ocean spray. <laughs> later, uh, who's the bully? Nelson uh, goes to bully Millhouse, and Millhouse is like, just go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing feels, and Nelson's just like, this isn't fun anymore. And so, yeah. so like, oh, I imagine like any bully at Scott's school would just be I'm like, I'm sure of it. Oh, I'm sure. It's just not going to be fun. I'm not going to feel good about it. Well, like, and like what we were talking about earlier before this was the change that happened, like when I stopped being a pastor and then I had to like refuse prayers. That's when things mm-hmm. got really weird because my family, I was always go to. I mean, I was. Mm-hmm. You know, I was first string kicker. You know, they they put me in the clutch, uh, and then they when they realized like I would go, I just it's okay, I'm not really feeling it. They'd be like, "Who we can put in your brother?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> works with we don't have a second string. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it it was just a that was a weird year or two for my life when I stopped being a pastor of like everyone wanted me at family functions to do. Yeah, like they wanted me to like pray at like hospital. Like, oh, like can you just get them on the phone and pray with them? You're and I'm like, like I don't know. So it was strange time for me. But speaking of strange times and prayers in the and oceans, <laughs> thank you, everyone. <laughs> I, Today, this is my least favorite part of every podcast episode is our transitions that Scott Mans. <sighs> I did it. Uh, we're going to be talking about Jonah. I assume most people probably heard of this little, little adventure. Yeah, no. So Jonah and the big fish, Jonah and the whale, famous story, uh, that we are all familiar with and we're all pretty much familiar with the first chapter, which is what we're going to be going through today. That's the, uh, action packed part of Jonah. Jonah's only four chapters. So if you're ever curious, you can read it in probably like 30 seconds. Like, yes. Not it, a, it's, it's a, not a big book. one. Yeah. Nah. Uh, shall I kick it off? Yeah, go ahead and kick it off. Go ahead sure, and kick it off. Yeah. Yeah, All right. Jonah. If you're wondering where it's at, we're at the book of Jonah. Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, the great city, and call out against it, for their evil has come up before me. I want to stop here. Because you're reading the English Standard Version, which is like the cool non-denom version. Yeah. I have the Holman Christian Standard Bible, which is the good old Southern Baptist Bible. <laughs> and mine says, instead of arise, it says, get up. <laughs> Come on. It's time for school. Quit laying around. <laughs> Brush your teeth. Get up. Uh, get oh, off your couch. <laughs> <laughs> But Jonah rose uh, to flee Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. He went down to Joppa and found a ship going to Tarshish. Joppa, I barely know her. Gosh darn it, Evan. Tarshish. Can't say that five times fast. Tarshish, Tarshish, Tarshish. So he, he paid the fare and went down into it to go with them to Tarshish, away from the presence of the Lord. But the Lord hurled a great wind upon the sea, and there was a mighty tempest on the sea, so that the ship threatened to break up. Who are they going to break up with? Is the ship dating somebody? A violent wind. <laughs> uh, then the Mariners, the Seattle Mariners, were afraid. <laughs> Ken Griffey Jr. was also on the boat. <laughs> they were the 
whole team, the whole squad oh, was afraid. Oh my goodness, they were they were traveling. They they had an away game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. And the Mariners were afraid, and each cried out to his God. That's an important note. So everyone's kind of just, you know, shouting to their lucky stars at this moment. And all the atheists are going, oh, science. <laughs> oh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> oh, no. oh, 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 Bill Nye. <laughs> Bill Nye. Bill Nye, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, and science. Oprah, Holy Trinity. Uh, and each cried out to his God, and they hurled the cargo that was in the ship into the sea to lighten it for them. But Jonah had gone down into the inner part of the ship and had lain down and was fast asleep. My goodness, he was just chilling. I want to also uh, point out the Holman Christian Standard version. Meanwhile, Jonah had gone down to the lowest part of the vessel and had stretched out <laughs> and fallen into a deep sleep. Just <laughs> Yeah, yours really paints Jonah in the bum sense. Like, get up. <laughs> just sprawled out on a cot. <laughs> just should be called the Holman Christian <laughs> Bums version. <laughs> Everyone's just a bum in the Bible. <laughs> yeah. Get up. This oh, man. God's primary mission throughout all of Holman Christian Standard is to get people to get up. Yeah. That's just move. half the battle with God. It's just, my God, my me, get up. <laughs> um, So he had, whatever, he's sprawled out. He's apparently fat. Mine says fast asleep. I don't know. What you, does your say fast Mine asleep? Mine says uh, deep sleep. Yeah. Okay. So he is knocked he, out cold. He's in, he's in REM sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Those eyes sleep. are rapid right now. Yeah. He's like, uh, so the captain came and said to him, what do you mean? You sleeper? What do you oh. mean? You sleeper? <laughs> what do you what mean? A burn. You sleeper. What a burn. Arise, call out to your God. So they're all screaming up top about, you know, Bill Nye and whatever. Yeah. He's like, come up here and scream with us. We need your help. Perhaps the God, the God will give a thought to us that we may not perish. Boy, what is, does your say arise or does it say get up again? Uh, <laughs> uh, mine says the captain person and said, what are you doing? Sound asleep. Get up. Okay. Call to your God. Maybe this God will consider us and we won't perish. Okay. So it's very I think similar. I like the Holman Christian. I, I like the uh, get up. That's funny. What do you mean, you sleeper? That's hard. I love I, that's you sleeper funny. man that sleeps and you sleeper. Hey nerd. Hey nerd. You sleeping today? You fell asleep in class. You, you little baby you down little there baby. sleeping. Baby needs his nap. Baby needs his bottle. Well, one guy just goes overboard. <laughs> You need to go Betty by, huh? Oh, <laughs> we are. This is real solid biblical analysis. <laughs> Jonah, this is what people, if you signed up for this, uh, that's on you. So. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. I totally forgot about this next part. I don't know why I blanked it, but. Uh, and then they said to one another, come, let us cast lots that we may not, that we may know on whose account this evil has come upon us. So they cast lots, lots and the lot fell on Jonah. So. They're like, all right, let's just roll some dice. We're going to assign each other numbers and whatever it lands on. This is this is pre-scientific world. So what I love is that there's it's not like a... Like if this happened today, this would probably happen on a ship. They might go, okay, we need to throw somebody overboard for some reason. We're just going to make it random. They had no idea about what random was at this point. They just thought, if we roll these dice and it lands on someone's name, that's just the way it's supposed to be. That's... That's just, that's, yep, sorry. So 
They say, I love to say that way we know who's evil upon us. So if you cast these lots, we'll know who the evil one is. So they cast lots, <laughs> points right to Jonah, the guy fast asleep. I don't know what, why they didn't have any other clue to throw him overboard. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't praying to anybody. <laughs> How about we just th throw the guy <laughs> sleeping? <laughs> Make him sleep with the fishes. Then they said to him, tell us on whose account this evil has come upon us. What is your occupation? Where do you come from? What is your country? And of what people are you? I love the Holman Christian Standard Version. What is your business and where are you from? <laughs> uh, I'm a hairdresser. <laughs> What's your business over here? Nah. <laughs> and he said to them, I'm a Hebrew and I fear the Lord, the God of heaven, who made the sea and the dry land. Dry land. Uh, then the men were exceedingly afraid and said to him, what is this that you have done? For the men knew that he was fleeing from the presence of the Lord because he had told them. That is me writing an essay trying to fill out the number of word requirements. The men knew he was fleeing from the Lord because he told them when he told them that he was fleeing from the Lord. I tell you, you had mentioned this a few episodes back that the Bible it is dramatically is a nightmare. As much as it's a masterpiece of a work and is an important body of literature. It can suck to read through. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's not. And that's just that's just language coming over. Yeah. And like it's translations, it's oral tradition, you know, it's all that. But but it does give you a headache every now and then. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> you can tell by the way I'm really breezing through these verses. Oh, man. So then they said to him, who's they? But we'll figure it out. Uh, what <laughs> shall we do to you that the sea may quiet down for us? For the sea grew more and more uh, tempestuous. He said to them, pick me up and hurl me into the sea. <laughs> just kill me. He just quit right there. He's just like, uh, just throw me overboard. You got oh, me. Man, you know, I'm done. I, I was planning on going to Tarshish, but I figure this might be the end of it all. I, I resonate with Jonah so much that God told him to go speak to a lot of people. And he's yeah. like, I would rather die. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a he's a weenie <laughs> I, I love the idea of like hey go talk you know these people they're pretty evil and you need to go in and yeah. just tell them to not you need to have a confront you need to have a face-to-face -face confrontation with other people and jonah's like dear god no i would let I would rather drown. Throw me overboard now. <laughs> I would rather drown. Speak in front of people? Dear, <laughs> holy shit. No, I would not. Not on my sundial. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, so he said to them, pick me up and hurl me into the sea. Then the sea will quiet down for you. For I know it is because me, for I know it is because of me that this great tempest has come upon you. Nevertheless, the men rode hard to get back to dry land, but they could not, for the sea grew more and more tempestuous. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Tempestuous? What is yours? What's the Holman Christian say? It just says getting worse and worse. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> the bum version. They got worse. It got worse. It's just, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Against them. Therefore, they called out to the Lord, capital L, O Lord, let us not perish for this man's life. And lay not on us innocent blood, for you, O Lord, have done as is pleased to you. So they picked up Jonah and they hurl him to the sea. <laughs> Yoink! <laughs> Yeet! Yeet! And the sea ceased from its raging. Then the men feared the Lord exceedingly. I wonder if, like, 
in my brain, they just throw him in the sea and he's just like face down in the water and then it just immediately becomes glass. Like the sea just settles. He could just get back in the boat at that point. Just do you do you, did you ever see Thor Ragnarok? No, I I didn't. Ah oh, man. So for our listeners, I really hope that this is the scene where like Bruce Banner is going to jump out of the uh so spoiler alert like a little bit, but um Bruce Banner is gonna jump out of the like kind of little airplane that he and Valkyrie and Thor are riding. Um and turn into the Hulk, but he forgets to turn into the Hulk all the way down. So he just like splats on the ground. And like a few scenes later, he turns into the Hulk, but it's just like very much a like jarring, like, I'm going to do this. Boom. And I <laughs> imagine that that's similar to what this was. It was like, <laughs> throw him overboard. All right, get back in. <laughs> all, right, all right, let's just pretend that never happened. Yeah. <laughs> And so they picked him up, hurled him in the sea. The sea ceased from raging. Then the men feared the Lord exceedingly, and they offered a sacrifice to the Lord and made vows. They had a little wedding ceremony. Then, <laughs> then the mariners got married. One eyed Willie, I vow to love you the rest of my life. Peg leg Dave, I love I vow to love you as well. Uh so then here's here's where we all know. Verse 17. And the Lord, mine says appointed. What does yours say? Oh, okay. So he he had a selection. He had a closet of fish, and he goes, "Hmm, uh, you." And the Lord appointed a great fish to swallow up Jonah. For the record, it's a fish. It's not a whale. It's a fish. Mm -hmm. It's a big catfish. And Scott, I have a surprise for you. Oh, yeah. Uh, So I was able to pull some strings. I was able to make some calls. Stop. Uh, I have a special guest for us here today. So oh I'm going to go get him. I'm going to go get him. I'm waiting. Yeah. Hey, come on in. Oh, oh yeah. You get... that is, it is a bit of a squeeze. It's a bit of a squeeze. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, for your listeners, a, a giant Ooh. looking kind of creature just sat down perfectly in Evan's podcast chair. I am the fish that swallowed Jonah. You wow. swallow one guy and that's all people know you for. How tall are you? I'm a billion feet tall. You don't have any idea of what measurements are, do you? No, no, no. I just... <laughs> okay. Tell me about yourself. What I, I know you... three and a billion. Okay. We're off to a great start. Uh, what is your, what's your name? Where do you come from? How'd you get here? I don't know. Okay, so you just kind of... How did you even know that there was an interview? I got a text on my flip phone. Okay, it looks like a flipper phone. Yeah, it says flipper phone right in front of it. It's really really good. It's a jitterbug. Did you get that set up at the AT&T store or is that T-Mobile? C-Mobile. Man. Do you, are you wearing any clothes? I can only see the top, like, half of you. Swim right? trunks. Man, do you do stand-up as, as well? You're pretty sharp for a large sea creature. Um, I usually go to the local sandbar and do a few shows. Man, this guy's on fire. You're, you're funny. I'm, I can't be on fire. I'm a fish. That would be bad. So it, I, we were reading about you. In the Bible, do you know what the Bible is? I've heard of it, yes. I've okay. heard I mentioned. 
It says God appointed you. So how? what was that process like? Well, I used to be a goldfish. I used to be very small. And then one day I was swimming and I felt every part of my body expand <laughs> a billion times over. Okay, so... So you were a goldfish, and then God sort of zapped you into what you are now. Are you, what kind of creature are you now? Are you a whale? An or are you abomination. A... <laughs> okay. I can't really tell what you what you are. Can you describe yourself? Like you seem I, like a fish sort of thing. Yes. So I have a large fish mouth. Okay. With fish scales and fish fins. All right, that's just a very general description. <laughs> I, I yeah, I led with fish, and he just said fish things <laughs> after that. But that's that's I fine. This is the audio only show. I don't know if you're aware. I know there's a camera in front of you, but uh, oh, um, again, you somehow you like miraculously put on headphones right away and sat down and I have special fish headphones that are. I'm using AirPods. Yeah, nice. Bluetooth. Right? Yes. yes. Um and the C we call it Gosh, blue I, whale. I I didn't know what else to expect. Um so you had Jonah in your stomach for a few days? Yes, I did need to take a few tums after that episode. I don't know if you've ever ate a person before. I haven't, no. Never. Really messed with my acid reflux. <laughs> you had him in for, it says three days and three nights. Did you guys get along for those few days? Um, Do you even know you swallowed him, honestly? I mean, I knew he was there. Because remember, I was a small fish, and then I turned enormous, and he was yeah. the first thing that I swallowed. Okay. Um, But... So I knew he was there, and I would hear him saying things. Yeah, um, okay. It was yeah, he almost, was praying in your belly for a few nights. It yeah. was almost like having a neighbor downstairs. Yeah. A lot of the time. Um, but all, by all in all, not a bad roommate. He kept it clean. So you kind of treat your stomach as like a more like a building, like you're a land landlord yeah, or something. A, a building where the where the inhabitants eventually go into my so when you eat anything do you kind of treat it like a it's pretty dark to think about that everything you eat is sort of like you're housing it for a while i try not to get too attached okay and this really launched your career or did it not you say you have, you have some new comedy sets coming from all that i stuff. have a new i have a couple of new sets coming out um dvd yeah, I have. Well, I have a uh, a Netflix special. Okay. Um. Yeah. Coming out. Um. It's like it's uh, live at the Poseidon. I I love that's a great plug. Um, anything else from your time with Jonah that you want to share with our listeners? Because you're you've been out of water for a few minutes now, so you probably need to get back, right? Oh, I, I am getting a little sweaty. Um, yeah, you, you're turning like red. It's fine. 
probably. It's a new experience, and I'm all about new experiences. Uh, Jonah was a bit of a talky fellow. Um, Could have done without that, but a little complainy. Um, Cried a lot. (laughs) That was... I don't know if you've ever been neighbors to somebody who just cries and... I didn't know if he knew that I knew that he was there, so I never felt like I had the... um... Are you okay? You're kind of... (laughs) Your speech is getting a little... (laughs) A little slurred. I don't know if I... It's... um, I mean, I am a little lightheaded being (laughs) out of water, so um, I may need to go back. But um, I just wanted to say... I just want to pop in. yeah, I hope Jonah's doing well. I haven't talked to him in a He's bit. He's been dead for thousands of years. Oh. So, I'm surprised you're still alive. Oh, I'm a fish. That's right, I forgot. Silly me. Yeah, I'm a fish that was mutated by the god of all creation, and I think he forgot to put an expiration date on me. What's your favorite Netflix series right now? Are you into like baking shows or more like true crime or? There's not a whole lot of baking shows on Netflix just because fish aren't that great at heat and baking. Um, Usually it's your bottom feeders, your bottom of the uh, sea creatures that are a little bit better with heat. I do like clear eye. Okay. All right. (laughs) Uh, That's that's a good one. Um, I do like show. I like um, the Planet Earth shows about fish. Those are good to watch. Is it all about fish, or is it all about humans? I fast forward through the land parts okay. and just normally you can't get watch enough of the sea. The yeah, fish parts. The you fish really parts it. are really cool. I don't know if you've ever been in the sea before. I've never it, been outside. Have you looked at me? Oh, you are rather pasty. <laughs> um, I I also like uh, Stranger Things. We've got a Stranger Things on Netflix, but instead of the upside down, it's the uh, right side up. Okay, yeah, I figured. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, I've been watching this new show called The White Lotus. Um, you're like teeth and, and, and are falling out as we speak. Like you don't look well, like as for a fish. I should probably do <laughs> Thanks for, yeah, popping in. You really, uh, yeah, you really gave us a lot to work with, with this Bible passage. Really filled in the gaps. Hey, I'm always around for interviews. Just next time, I wish we could do this remote. Yeah, we'll do it in a pool um, next time. Yeah, possibly over uh, Zoom or um, Spoogle Meet. Um, or... You're like actively decaying, and yet you keep... It's amazing how you have a lot of stamina. I'm a fish. <laughs> You must be really be stinking up Evan's apartment now. Like, I can tell. Yeah. I can see, I, like, there's, like, heat waves coming off your body in the camera. Like, he it's is like... actively vomiting outside. <laughs> um, so I think I should get him back in here. Okay. Yeah. That, well, thanks for stopping my... by. I didn't really even catch your name. It was just, you didn't I even know. I don't have one. Okay. So where would I'm we even find? Actually, I'm not going to ask you more questions because I don't even know where you are. 
who um, you are, where you're from. You can find me on um, Twitter. Okay. <laughs> at world's biggest fish. Got it. Okay. World's biggest fish, everybody. Thanks for stopping in. I usually oh. tweet about fish. He, his face is just slowly kind of melting off his body now. <laughs> there he goes. He's just kind of flopping away. Ooh. Ooh, it does not smell good here. Evan, where do you get these guests? You just get a guest every every week. I, I've been trying a little bit more to have more guests on our show. And I think getting people who actually experience these stories uh, really kind of elevates our podcast to a whole new level. Thanks for lining up these guests, Evan. Really, uh, really bring a lot to the table. Absolutely. Well, the last part of Jonah is boring. Uh, he basically, yeah, pretty much. He's in the fish. He spends three days calling out to the Lord and has a whole prayer for nine verses. And then verse 10 just says, The Lord spoke to the fish. So they had a little connection again and it vomited Jonah back up on dry land. And then the rest is history with Jonah. Yep. Basically, he just goes to Nineveh, says seven words, and then Nineveh's <laughs> like, oh, shit. And God spares Nineveh, and then Jonah's angry that God spares Nineveh, and then God's like, all right, you need to stop being <laughs> such a little piss ant about all this. Yeah, it's a four story, literally four pages of a story. Um, yeah. Quick one. Uh, how were you taught this story? Like, what was the moral behind uh jonah this one was taught at an early age and it was usually about answering god's call and being faithful to that so like it was always if god calls you to do something don't say no you have to follow god because he otherwise you're gonna get swallowed up by a large creature (laughs) i suppose i i think i was taught that in a similar manner that um this wasn't so much about evangelicalism. This wasn't so much about getting saved. It was more about no. the um, ministers of the word of God and the missionaries. And, you know, when you hear a calling, you might initially feel like, no. Um, yeah. But then, you know, God God will have his will. Whether or not you're heading to Tarsus, like, he's going to redirect you towards the path that you need to go down. Which is interesting for people in our position. Yeah. It's interesting because this was taught as a historical story, though, for me growing up. This was not like, oh, it's just sort of a allegory or it's just some, you know, tale that is describing what to do. I mean, we thought this was a historical figure. It's a really big tale because of the fish. I he that fish really like gave you a lot of one liners on the way out. Oh, oh, he he gave me a whole slew of jokes. I do find it interesting. So I was reading some of the notes, footnotes in my trusty ESV study Bible. Right off the bat, it says, The genre of Jonah is debated. The book has been read as an allegory using fictional figures to symbolize another reality. An alternate reality? An alternate reality where fish have stand-up <laughs> sets at the sandbar. You missed that joke. You were out of the room, oh, Evan. No, I did. I did. I, I, I he do was have really tickets. laying them on. I do have tickets to go see him at the sandbar, though. Oh, Gosh, yeah. But what I want to point out is, even though the study Bible notes mention that this could just be allegory, sort of a a tale of to symbolize actions and values that you should uphold, 
it does make the point that Jesus calls out Jonah in a, a more historical manner, which I think to kind of bring this back to some boring biblical analysis, this is something you have to wrestle with and decide what you want to believe and what you want to do with these verses. So if, if Jesus does, uh, it's in Matthew 12, I think, he says, Jesus declares that the men in Nineveh will rise up at the judgment with this generation, condemn it, for they repented at the preaching of Jonah. So maybe he's also referencing Jonah as just like a figure, you know, like we would with some others, but it's pretty evident that Jesus saw Jonah as a person that yeah. lived. I would maybe argue, but... Yeah, I think that that's a, always a good question of like, all right, well, if the story of Jonah is allegorical, if it's fictitious, yeah. but Jesus is talking about it from a historical context, mm -hmm. um, or believes Jonah to have been a real person and real events, you have to begin asking that question of, okay, what did Jesus believe about the Bible how much of that yeah. is his humanity and how much he was a rabbi. So yeah. Um, he went to prophet school. Um, <laughs> well, it's, there's a broader topic there about the way Jesus interprets the Bible, because some people in like modern evangelical circles will be very liberal with how they interpret the old Testament. And like, I know plenty of people that were, well, I still believe in evolution. I'm not, you know, I'm not dumb. I still believe in evolution, but I, I also just believe in Christ. But then you have to take into account that like Jesus mentions and talks about Adam and the lineage of Adam. That means Jesus believed in Adam. And so if you believe in Adam, then you have to believe of some version of Adam. Where do you kind of drop off and decide, okay, this is what I don't want to accept anymore? It's these types of questions that as you read some of these stories, yeah, they're fun and, and they do have some meaning. But there was also these legitimate, almost historical connections between New Testament and Old Testament. You have to come to terms with. So Jonah's one of those where if it's not historical, then that does change how you read the New Testament and some other verses and other places. So you can't just write off certain parts of the Bible and suddenly think like it's not going to affect how you believe other parts. So fascinating stuff. Do you have any other final thoughts, Evan, on Jonah? Not really. I think this this was a big one uh, to talk about when we were uh, talking about missionary work and ministry, ministry yeah. and seminary. Uh, to talk about uh, a calling, um, but here Jonah ignores the calling and then just gets has to do it anyway. I resonate with Jonah wholeheartedly because God's like, "Hey, go talk to these people," and he's like, "I would rather die." Like I think that that's yeah, <laughs> maybe most relatable person in the Bible. Um, to yeah, me. but what about you, Scott? I do just forget, the, like the casting of lots by the Mariners and them just sort of deciding who needs to go. And I totally forgot that he was fast asleep. For some reason, I thought he was also just right up there with them. So, yeah, it's honestly not as wild as I remember, in a sense. I mean, the whole notion's crazy of like him getting swallowed up by a fish for three days. But like I was just mentioning, is that you, ha you have to decide whether it's historical or allegorical. Yeah. And, and I, I don't think there's there's room for both. But at the end of the day, you have to decide what parts of the Bible you think were historically correct. Just another fun one. But I think for for what it is, I think it's an entertaining story. I think it's, to me, I personally think it's an allegory of just listening to God's calling, like you said, and and to be faithful to what he says. But yeah, that's all I got for Jonah. What, what's, on your, what's on your list this week, Evan? 
You mentioned a lot of plugs last week. What, what else you got I, in the can? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I am taking a long form improv class, so that's been fun. Um, I started doing that with comedy sports in Philadelphia here. Um, and so um, it was real fun last week, and I can't wait to do it again again this week. Nice. Yeah. What about you, Scott? Usually you have no plugs, and you already had one. <laughs> you know what? This is related. I did see the whale <laughs> last week <laughs> with Brendan Fraser. I will tell you, you did already plug the whale. <gasps> oh, no, I stink. Oh, yeah. well, I was like, I should have saved it for this week. Um, well, I don't really have any other plugs in. I mean, you know, I, I don't start many new things <laughs> very quickly. So, um. Yeah, the only other show I did kind of start was Severance, but I'm like a year late to that whole mess. But Ooh, it is good. Is so it good? if you want to if you want to get a thriller, Severance is a real thinker. Um, so a lot of fun. But yeah, that's all I got. So I have just a half of a plug. <laughs> Perfect. That's all I'm asking for. Well, thank you everybody so much for listening. Um we also want to hear your thoughts on this. You can email us at yeah. unblessedpodcast at gmail.com or you can tweet at us on social media or uh, follow us on Instagram or uh, look at us on TikTok. I'm not sure if it's a following thing or not. I'm not on TikTok. But Scott there is. is. Yep. Um, yep. Uh, at unblessedpod. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you feel so led, you can also uh, leave a review for us. The reviews help our al- algorithm. Uh, share with your friends, uh, tell your folks about it, tell your family, tell your grandmother who is like a Shiite Catholic about our show <laughs> and just break her heart. Um, but thank you so much for yeah. listening. My name is Evan. And I'm Scott. And don't forget to close your Bible. Bye.